listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It's Anthony and Jacqueline back in 2019. Happy what? New Year. Yep, it's a new year, Jacqueline. Nobody saw it yeah. coming. Nope. Except for snuck us. Snuck up on all of us. Yeah, yeah we snuck up on us. <laughs> we, we came prepared, though. We have watched NXT, so we have not yeah. been caught off guard by this new year sneaking up on us. That's right. And NXT still airs, so we're good. It sure did. So did uh, the UK NXT. And as I was telling you off air, to your actual literal surprise, they're still airing two episodes. Uh, yeah. They... How are they not caught up yet? So... How many tapings did they do? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt with all my questions. No, that's okay. These, uh, they're valid questions. They really, <laughs> they really, like, kneecap themselves by like taping so far in advance and then not getting the show off the ground when they wanted to. Right. Because yeah, they're, they're scrambling because they've announced, uh, you know, we talked about it, I think a, a few episodes ago that they announced that they're going to be doing their first NXT UK takeover. UK. Yep. Which is yes, going they did. to be in a few weeks. I think the 16th, maybe I don't know. Right. I have to, let me go look at the calendar. Real quick here. Uh, I think it would be a Friday. Maybe it's the 18th or the 11th. I think it's a Friday or it could be a Saturday. I'm not positive. Doesn't matter. Those are very close. Yeah, those are very close. Uh, They are on the most recent set of tapings that they did. Um, So these. And how many episodes did they tape during a taping? I'm guessing they taped about four or five. Maybe Ugh. maybe six max, but um, they're airing two. They aired two last week. I don't know if they're airing two this week. I presume that they're going to line up with the NXT UK TakeOver event. Uh, the first episode from this set of tapings is where they announced that the TakeOver was happening. So, Oh, my God. They did not time this out right at all. No. like they, This was supposed to be... They were supposed to be doing one episode a week for a while now. And they just got really far behind. I mean, again, uh, Rhea Ripley was supposed to be defending her UK women's title at the Evolution pay-per-view, which was several months ago. That's Uh, true. And she was there with the title, and she had a a dark match with Dakota Kai, but it it didn't air because she had not won her title yet. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, it was all bungled. Uh, So now they're playing catch-up, but they're they're getting there. They will get there before this. UK takeover event happens uh, and they're in the process of setting up matches for this show. Uh And I'm fairly aware of most of the, I definitely know the, the big matches on the show. Uh, They have a, a women's title rematch with Rhea Ripley and Tony storm. 
Cool, cool. Uh, Pete Dunn is defending his UK title against, I believe it's Joe Coffee. Oh, okay. There's two cof- There's two coffees. Yes. And one has long hair and one has short. I believe it is the longer-haired coffee. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I'm trying to. Oh, they're they're crowning the first ever UK tag team champions. Uh, on that show, it's uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans, which is James Drake and Zach Gibson. Ew, like, I don't like Zach Gibson. Yeah, they are facing Tyler Bate and Trent Seven <coughs> of Mustache Mountain. So, okay, that'll be really good. And I know there's a few other matches on the card as well that I, I know I when I heard them, I'm like, oh, those sound like they'll be good, but I've since forgotten what they are. So I will have to refresh my memory. Uh, both, and I wish I remembered more about the NXT UK episodes from this week, but they aired like right after Christmas. So much stuff was going on. Didn't really have a whole lot of time to think and, uh, retain uh, (laughs) stuff. There is a lot to be said for timing. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I think Rhea Ripley had, uh, she had a title defense against Deanna Perrazzo and that was good. And I think there was a James Drake and Zach Gibson match against Mark Andrews and Flash uh, Webster, Flash Morgan Webster. Um, I like those guys. Yeah. And they had a really good tag team match. Those are the things that I remember, but I think there was other stuff as well that was good. And they were back to being in cool uh, venues. They were in, they were in Liverpool and I believe they were in the Liverpool Olympia, which... Just looks Ooh. like a beautiful ballroom, essentially. Uh, and I think, okay. and I think they are doing the takeover in not Liverpool but Blackpool, which is where they had the 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 UK tournament to begin with. Uh, the, sure, the first UK Championship tournament. I think that's where they're doing the oh, takeover, okay. and that's in a really beautiful place too. Yeah, they have cool venues. They do indeed. Much uh, cooler. Uh, but are they as cool as Full Sail University, Jacqueline? Yeah, I think so. You think they top Full Sail? I think they do. I mean, Looks-wise, anyway. I mean, they really did try hard to gussy up the look of that Full Sail place. They did. They did. It's not bad. They, they're working with what they got. Yeah. I, I, I've seen it in the earlier days, and boy, they really did clean it up real good. <laughs> and the, the the much earlier years of NXT, it, it didn't look nearly as good as it looks now. Uh, oh, that's so sad. Uh, so let's talk about this episode, number 484 of NXT, the first episode of 2019. I'll tell you what, um, I like the episode. I'm going to say this, though. I for, uh, and it's, You know what? It's probably because there's so much other... Big, stuff. There's so much other big wrestling, like in wrestling, there's so much other big wrestling news happening, like right this second, that this first mm-hmm. show in 2019 did not catch my eye particularly. I thought it was, I thought it was fine, but I was not well, blown away. This is technically the last of 2018. It is. Yeah. It is because this was taped uh, a yeah. few several weeks ago. So hopefully they'll start off with a bang this week. Excellent point. <coughs> okay, so let's. Uh, I, in fact, I think the first thing we did, we started with the women's four way match, which I thought was going to be the main event. But right, s- silly me, they're do they're doing the tag title match in the main event. Of course, it's so stupid. This Put is, the women. The women should be main eventing. I think they ended up having a 
a better match also, but uh, Bianca Belair, Lacey Evans, Mia Yim, Io Shirai in a four-way match uh, for the number one contendership, the honor, the mm-hmm. winner gets the honor of getting beaten up by Shayna Baszler. Yes. Not much of a, not much of a trophy, but uh, that's, that's what they're getting. Uh, I hope she retains. Yes. Uh, so everybody looked pretty good in this match. Even Lacey Evans yeah. looked pretty good in this match. You know, I, that was my that was like my big stand. I thought she was very good in this match. I was like, huh, look at her. She looks so much better. Yeah. My, uh, my initial watch of this, I didn't even notice my second watch through of this show. I mm-hmm. became obsessed with trying to determine whether or not Bianca Belair's gear were traditional wrestling tights that were designed to look like denim, denim or if she or was in, denim. yeah or if she was in fact wearing <laughs> denim and i came to the conclusion that i think she's actually just wearing denim that's even more impressive yeah get to move around in that is not easy yep no no it's not like that's skin tight denim i don't know how she did yep it, but eh, they could be stretchy denim oh they could be yeah Jeggings, they're a thing. <laughs> oh, maybe it's jeggings, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so she looked good. Uh, Bianca looked really good in this match, but like I said, yeah. all the girls looked pretty good. Uh, most of this match it was actually kind of like Mia and Io just beating up on Lacey for a big chunk of this match. Yep. With the good guys kind of double teaming. Uh, there was a lot of this. I mean, it started because it starts with like Lacey leaving the ring. Like she doesn't even want a part of this like from the get go. She kind well, of lets them beat up it's on kind Bianca. kind of a smart move, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let them start. eventually it kind of all falls apart, <laughs> and they all start battling with one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this point where Lacey goes to whip Eo off the ropes, and Eo, yep. instead of hitting the ropes, goes through the ropes into like a suicide dive on Bianca. Yeah. And I've never seen somebody fly through the rope so fast in my life on a suicide dive. Nope. Yeah, she can flip around very well. I was really scared for about a split second that Bianca was not going to even make contact with her and Io was just going to keep flying like headfirst into the ramp. Like, Bianca caught her very well. I was like, oh, she... Yeah. that That was a... It's like one of those, like, when you catch a ball and, like, it moves you back a little bit. Like, that was, like, one of those, like... Yeah. It was crazy. Okay. She she was running so fast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that was crazy. The uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the... Uh, there's like another really big moment in it, but I can't remember. I, I, I mean, every girl got kind of like a... Actually, you know what? I shouldn't say that. I was going to say every girl really got a chance to shine, but Mia Yim... Mia Yim did not. ...didn't really get a shot. She was kind of... I think she was just kind of there, because mm-hmm. I think they're trying to like make her bigger but i mean you knew she had no no um chance i did not think i did not think that her coming in so soon having not done a whole lot i did yeah i did not think that they would put her into that spot so quickly so no no for me it was always down to bianca and eo like i didn't think Lacey had a shot either Uh, oh i i knew it was gonna be bianca i was like i was like that's the only one it could be so well it turns out you were right uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. So, uh, EO hits her double knees on uh, Lacey, hits her moonsault uh, on Lacey, which should have been it, but Bianca came in with the hair whip on yeah. EO, whipped the crap out of her with her hair. 
And, it sounded painful. Oh my god! Like I just don't that, want this to ever happen to me. Right? Like that's one of those things where I'm watching. You can't fake that sound. Like you can't have that sound and have her be hitting her softly, right? Like that's no. a real. Like she's actually whipping her with her hair. That's N- painful. No, I've definitely seen some other girls who definitely have marks on their body after this. Yeah. Um, yeah. she picks up EO for like a power bomb, but then just pushes her like up and over her head and EO goes flying to the outside on top of Mia and yep. uh, Bianca picks up a already dead Lacey but hoists her into the air and hits her with a KOD and pins mm-hmm. her Bianca is going to Phoenix and challenging Shayna Baszler so that should be a really interesting match I, and I think it could be really good I think so too I think they're both kind of different but um, I think it'll be an interesting match to watch for they're sure. Really different. So I'm really curious about <laughs> the the build they're going to do between now and then. They've got a few weeks to build it, and I'm curious yeah. how they're going to clash when it comes to like trash talking each other uh, and stuff because they're very different. And, and Bianca is very different from everybody else that Shayna has been facing. So right, right. So I mean, I got to tell you, if Bianca lifts. Shana- not over her head. I'm just going to be super impressed. <laughs> she does that thing that she did to Candace, where she picked Candace up from the ground yeah. and did it. Yep. Oh my goodness. Uh, There's possibilities here. Yes. So I got a I got a question for you. Okay. Because we go right to the next match. Right. I, be- I believe. I don't think there's uh, anything else here. Uh, Mitch Taverna taking on Jackson Riker of the Forgotten yes. Sons. Now, did you watch this live on the... Did you watch this on Wednesday on the network, no. or did you watch it later? I watched it later. Okay. So I, you may have heard the fixed version of this. Because okay. I watched it Wednesday live as it was airing on the network, and there was no commentary on this match. Oh. It was just... Jackson Riker out here with this guy. I've, you know, it's the old saying, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Yeah. I needed Mauro Ronaldo in my life so bad. Because, especially with a Jackson Riker match. Come on. Oh my God. I needed something, anything, some flavor. I, I've yet to, I've yet to actually hear. I know that a lot of people were like, Hey, this match had no commentary. What's up? Uh, obviously a lot of people made some tremendous jokes about uh, the Forgotten Sons are so forgettable that the commentary team forgot to call their match. Yeah, uh, okay. Ex- excellent That's... excellent quips along those lines, but uh, all it really was was just a production flub in post. Uh, oh. Somebody forgot to include the commentary track in the final mix, and uh, they remixed it and then put it back out on the network with the commentary. Yes. So yeah, there was definitely commentary when I so I don't know if it saved the match at all, but it was just Jackson Riker it, beating up this guy and hitting his move and winning. It was nothing. Like I don't know. These, I hate these matches. Yeah. Especially I mean, with Jack especially with Jackson Riker and the Forgotten Sons. Like they're not like interesting. Yeah, I can I I will like these matches if the characters are interesting to me. If they can do some cool stuff yeah. and they're particularly uh, eye-catching or something, then they can be fun showcases. But this is just a yeah. big guy doing things to another guy. Uh, that didn't come out sounding right, but you know well, what I mean. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just it's just a very it's meant to be just a very quick match. It's almost like they're trying to establish dominance for these people, and you're just like, but they're not dominant. Yes, I don't know. Um, well, after this match, the Forgotten Sons hollered uh, at Riker to never forget, whatever that means. Yeah. Uh, promo time, or a lot of little video packages and stuff. <laughs> Uh, Velveteen Dream, he had a little video package in the back, uh, basically name-dropping a bunch of WWE legends that were tweeting about him and how great he is, and, uh, you know, that he's, 2019's gonna be Velveteen Dream's year, essentially, is what this was. I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Tommaso Ciampa, back in his home. Yes. The ring crew truck. Yep. (laughs) Where he lives, with the ring padding and the guardrails. (laughs) <laughs> I like to imagine he just lays the rails down, puts the padding on top. That's where he sleeps. That's his bed. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he wants for nothing. He's a simple man. Yeah. The NXT championship <laughs> is his pillow. Yeah. Bl- and blanket. It's yeah, and blanket. Yeah. It's, that's why, that's why those straps are there. Um, yeah. so he's, uh, he's cutting a promo. Uh, of course he says he's a, a man of his word delivers on his promises. Uh, and he feels like he's a broken mm-hmm. record at this point, though, and nobody's listening to them. But he notes that yeah. somebody has been listening. Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. Ooh. He pinned <laughs> Alistair Black, thanks to him. And he says that Johnny Gargano definitely deserves an opportunity. Mm-hmm. But not at his title, of course. No, why would he? Uh, you, know, uh, you know, maybe you're not ready for that NXT championship, Johnny, but... Maybe you're ready for a, a North American championship match. Maybe Johnny should think about challenging Ricochet for the title. Which, which I gotta say, I would be very interested to see that match. Yeah. Holy like, cow. Like, now I want it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, this continues to be... Um, this continues to be great. Yeah, he says that uh, they've always... That he knows that he and Johnny have, have dreamt of stuff like this since they were kids. Two kids taking over the world. Think of the possibilities. Uh, so this continues to be good stuff because, uh, to me, you still got Johnny in this weird middle ground, and Champa is still clearly <laughs> uh, manipulating him. Oh yeah, he's the puppet master. Eventually, Johnny's gonna figure it out that like Champa is avoiding him. Right. Especially now because he seems more dangerous and more focused or whatever. So uh, that's very true. I really like what they're doing. I do too. It keeps it's keeping it fresh. It really is. <coughs> We've already reached main event time. That did not take long. What? That went so fast. Uh, this is a fast. This is a fast episode. Undisputed era. They are defending the tag team titles against heavy machinery. Tucky yeah. and the Dozer. Tucky. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, so it starts out really early, as you'd expect, with heavy machinery kind of dominating early on, as both of these men are significantly larger than Undisputed Era. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what the move was. I don't remember, but they've got some new double team move. And Moro says they call it the Hoss Toss. <laughs> oh, where they just throw the guys. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, that's such a funny, awesome name. The Hoss Toss. Oh, 
They're so great. I'm uh, so sad they're going to the main roster. Uh, God. Anyway. Um. So yeah, they are beating on these guys for a while, and then Undisputed Era kind of underhandedly uh, managed to uh, to take over, uh, take control of the the match. Yep. <sighs> so, uh, and really this happened, uh, really this happened because there was like the, they did like the Tower of Doom spot with, mm-hmm. uh, Kyle O'Reilly powerbombing Roderick Strong while he superplexed Otis Dozovich. Uh, which was pretty impressive. It is. And this, uh, Tucky, he was, uh, dispatched on the outside. So Undisputed Era kind of had a two on one advantage on Dozovic. Uh, yep. the Dozer kept kicking out though. <sighs> He did. He's a fighter. They hit him with just like a ton of things, and Otis just kept kicking out of their moves. Yeah. And Undisputed Era regroups one more time, and they hit him with the high-low leg sweep flying kick thing that they do. And that was finally enough to put him down for the pin. Oh. So it seems like Heavy Machinery will not get to become NXT Tag Team Champions before their time is done in NXT. That's true. Uh, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish joined the Undisputed Era stablemates to gloat and celebrate uh, as the show went off the air. Which uh, I'm impressed that they came out after the match and not during the match. So, yes. Um, and they announced next week's main event. And they also announced <laughs> that the nominees for the NXT Year End Awards will be announced next week as well. So apparently, next week's NXT, they're going to do it. They're going to do a two-hour episode of NXT next week where there is. Oh there is the standard NXT, and then there's going to be a special, I believe, afterwards, where they announce all of the nominees for the NXT Year End Awards, presumably okay. with highlights and things like that. So, so uh, we will uh, so like n- a year. Yeah, we will not have to watch that uh, if you if you no. choose to not do that because number well, one. Well, I'll just I'll just read the now day yeah that's how i roll yeah and we already gave our definitive year-end awards for nxt anyway we already know we did we know who's winning yeah we already know the winners are it will be interesting to see how the rest of the nxt viewing audience chooses compared to us it's true that will be interesting i will be fascinated to see um any final any final thoughts or feelings on this episode of nxt yeah yeah so i it was okay I like, but I've noticed something about my own viewing habits while watching NXT and I Mm want to share them. Okay. So I'm watching, so, and I realized it really while I was watching this, the last match, the tag team match. Mm -hmm. So there's sometimes where I don't fully pay attention to the match. Mm -hmm. And it's because I am so curious about who these wrestlers are that I have to start Googling them. Ah. So I need to know more about their lives outside of the ring. Yes. I've done it before with Ciampa, mainly because I needed to see what his real first name is. Turns out it's Tommaso. Yep. Um, but I did it with Roderick Strong because I was like, what is his thing? Like, what? who is this person? I found out he's married to Marina Shafir. Yes. They have kids. Very happy for them. Yes. But um, all I'm saying is I would love for there to be some kind of a show that, or like, in, like a, I don't know, just let them use their real names or something. Let them see their lives a little bit. Almost more reality TV show if you want us to believe that this is a real thing. I so don't they know. they did do this kind of with the Breaking Ground series, which I would highly oh. recommend people go watch. Although it's kind of outdated now, 
because the okay. NXT that they're focusing on was the Sasha Banks, Bailey, Finn Balor, uh, that uh, Sami Zayn, that NXT. So the NXT of a few yeah. years ago. Um, they don't exactly go by, you know, they're not like, hey, this is Fergal Devitt and I'm Finn Balor on TV. But uh, they don't exactly go that far into the reality of the situation. Yeah. But um, it is like a real life look at, um, you know, their life outside of NXT. They're a lot of their personal life stories, the things that have brought them into wrestling, the things that brought like, them I'm, into NXT, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Like, I'm super interested in it. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But this is how I watch matches, which is why I have right. to have up, like, the the recap of the episode, the article, while we're going through. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, I was looking to see what this person does outside mm-hmm. of wrestling on yeah. his own personal time. Um, but the other thing, um, also while watching the, um, the tag team match. So with Heavy Machinery being announced to move up, I cannot wait to see who's going to be the next, like, big tag team at tag team that they're going to put up against undisputed era, yeah. especially with war Raiders out for another while. So, right. I, I'm hoping it's Carrillo and who is it? Hernandez Mendoza. Mendoza. Like just make them a real tag team and put them up against them. It'll be so much fun. I love Carrillo so much and Mendoza, Me too. but, um, Carrillo, he's like my, he's like my Otis. Okay. And, that, and it's not that, you know what? Mendoza and Tucky are really like nothing close either. Cause Mendoza is also <laughs> like really, really good as yeah. well. But, oh man, I love Carrillo so much. Um, Get it. so yeah, I like this show too. Uh, but like I said, this has been, a kind of a bonkers couple of days. This is yeah. like a real, for a, for a pro wrestling junkie like myself, this has been a really crazy, uh, mm-hmm. like news time. Uh, New Japan has their largest show of the year uh, right. in three days. Uh, wow. They're at the at the old Tokyo Dome, the largest venue in Japan, and they're doing their essentially their WrestleMania show. And it's usually always one of the best shows of the year. And I'm I'm losing my mind at some of the matches on that show. So I'm <laughs> really excited about that. I'm gonna totally be watching it like the. You know, not as it airs because the time difference in Japan is bonkers. Right. But I'll right. be watching yeah, it. I'll be watching it as soon as I wake up in the morning. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the uh, the other big piece of news is because it's the new year now. Uh, a bunch of people who were under contract to Ring of Honor and New Japan are going to be oh. off of their contract. Oh. Mm hmm. And a lot of people thought maybe at first that they could be going to WWE or NXT, um, but they're not. They're doing the other thing that people were expecting them to do, which was open their own promotion. Wow. And, yeah, it's got the money backing of the guy who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, are we having more wrestling come to Florida? Um, well, I think this could be bigger than, I mean, this, these, so these are the guys that did the, uh, the all in pay-per-view earlier this year, which was the first, okay, yeah, first independent show in history to do 10,000 plus attendance and yep. the only non WWE show since 2001 to do something like that in the United wow. States. And that caught the eye of a lot of people. 
because most mm-hmm. of the other companies that have television, like Ring of Honor or Impact or places like that that have TV, um, they do not do attendance figures like that. They right. Um, R- Ring of Honor has been doing a lot better, and when they have New Japan helping them out on cards, they do really good. Right. Uh, but uh, this was without any. Uh, they did that show without any television presence. Uh, essentially with the help of their YouTube channel and social media, uh, they managed to draw over 10,000 people to a wrestling show, which really caught, um, it basically got some people thinking, well, what happens if they actually have promotion behind the outside of just what they're already bringing to the table? Um, these guys managed to get deals for themselves to get their merchandise sold in hot topic. They're the only wrestlers that have pop vinyl figures, you know what those wow. are? Wow. Yeah, they're the yeah, yeah they're the, a few of them. Yeah, they're the only wrestlers that are not WWE to have their own pop finals. Mm. Um, so basically, they've kind of made quite the living for themselves outside of WWE. And they last night at midnight, they put up a video where they officially announced um, All Elite Wrestling, I think is what it's going to be called. And there is uh, at least the... The rumor is that there's a bunch of TV deals that are already on the table for them, which is the key thing. You're not a wrestling promotion unless you can get a television deal. Uh, So, or I mean, you're not a major player. I mean, you can be a wrestling promotion without a TV deal, but doing what they want to do, you have to have a television deal. Uh, And basically this is sending, um, if you're a wrestler, which we are not, of course, but if we were... uh, (laughs) there's really no better time for you to be one because this announcement, uh, it wasn't even this announcement. It was the knowing that this was looming on the horizon, basically sent ring of honor and WWE scrambling to sign up any, any and everybody they can find. Uh, so if you want to do this for a living and you want a guaranteed contract with good money, like now's your time. Yeah. There's going to be at least three promotions out there in the United States that are going to be offering contracts with good money with television oh. exposure. Uh, obviously it's still like nothing's a, it's not a TV show until all the papers have been signed. Uh, right. But it certainly sounds like that stuff is all going to be happening. Um, so it could lead to a lot of really interesting, at least for this podcast, cause we're not going to be a, an AEW podcast. We're still NXT for life, but um, this could lead to a whole lot of interesting NXT news as it It pertains to who's getting signed. Who are they going to try to, uh, because it all is going to become like an arms race now to get all of the best guys. But what I will say is that I'm just, I'm kind of glad bringing on too many new people because they already have so many people in NXT. There are so many. So it's so it's like you know what good get some people out to move up to the main roster cut some people where you can but they're keeping their good people they're not stupid mm-hmm. and this is good because it's not going to muddy it too much yeah. like Matt Riddle like fine one one person here or there one tag team here like fine mm-hmm. but like don't bring on a whole like class of people at once it just gets lost and confusing and I lose interest quite frankly <laughs> I mean I and one more thing before we go I want to just yeah. Uh, one shout out to the WWE performance center, YouTube channel, uh, where they were asking, uh, everybody working out at the performance center, what their new year's resolutions were. Oh my God. I need to watch this. And Matt riddles was by far the greatest. 
Of course it was. I, I will not be able to really describe it to you because it's just, it was Matt Riddle being Matt Riddle. He just looked so happy discussing this, but he says that he wants to secretly find a way to get into and win the Royal Rumble. That's his resolution because it. he wants to beat Brock Lesnar. Okay. And he just looks so happy. He's like, there's a way I can just sneak in and win the Royal Rumble. That's my resolution. He's like, cause I, he's like, cause I want to beat the beast. I want to fight Brock Lesnar. Do you think they're going to put him in the Royal Rumble? No, it's too soon. I don't. But as soon as he said that, like I couldn't help, but smile and laugh at him. Cause he's just, <laughs> God, he's just so, he's so Matt Riddle. And, uh, like when it was done, all I wanted was for Matt Riddle to sneak into the Rumble win and then face... I would love to see Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle awesome. have a match. I think that would be tremendous. You've got, like, two UFC guys fighting each other. Yeah, that's true. It could be a lot of good times. And um, his, in fact, Matt Riddle's thing he said before he signed was that his goal was that he wanted to retire Brock Lesnar, so... Oh, my God. I hope he's the one to do it. That would be so funny. Ah, I love Matt Riddle so much. But yeah, uh, so a, sh- a shout out to the WWE Performance Center YouTube channel because that was uh, yes. that was tremendous. They have a whole bunch of quirky videos like that, like, you know, wh- what kind of superpowers would you like to have? Ooh, uh, that's a, always a good question. That's what, a very good, like, first date question. Yeah. For, wh- for anyone who's going on a first date. Mm-hmm. Anybody who mm-hmm. says invisibility, probably a creep. Yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna say, I'm just going to say that. Probably a little, yeah. Probably stay away from that person. I honestly yeah. don't know what mine would be now that I think about it. Oh, I I know what I want mine to be. Oh yeah, this is telekinesis. Always... Telekinesis. <sighs> yep, move stuff yeah. with your mind. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could do that thing that Aquaman does, where he can like talk to fish. Well, that's, that's we're getting down a rabbit hole. Here. Yeah, I just watched the, <laughs> I just watched that movie, so uh, gotcha. Okay, I, I've got Aquaman on the brain. Um, you know what? <laughs> Uh, we've spent about three or four minutes here not talking about NXT at all, so that means the podcast has gone off the rails, and it's time to end it. <laughs> as soon as we start talking about movies so and other stuff. <laughs> that means we have run out of things to say about NXT, which means it's time to go. So, before we go, I'd like to thank the good people over at Adam Tickets for sponsoring the show like they do each and every week. Cinemageekly.com slash Adam Tickets or click the Adam Tickets link at the top of the page to pick yourself up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life. And of course, while you're hanging out at the website, you can check out the archives of the show and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for What Comes NXT and hit subscribe. And that way, you can hear us come back next week talk about NXT episode number 485 featuring a main event of Matt Riddle we're just talking about him taking on Cassius Ono <laughs>